Hey, good day, everybody. This is Dan Young, also along with Craig Morrison. Today on Total Wellness Radio, we talk about nature's substitute for antibiotics. You know, historically, nature has provided us an abundance of natural, non-invasive healing remedies that we can use to support normal immune system function. And in this episode, episode 288, today, Craig and I touch on for your Wellness Wednesday through the Facebook channel for Country Doctor Nutritional Center. We did a live stream on the wonderful substitutes for antibiotics. So sit back and enjoy this episode, episode 288 of Total Wellness Radio. Hey, good day, everybody. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. That's right. Welcome to Wellness Wednesday with Craig Morrison. I'm Dan Young uh, from the Country Doctor Nutritional Center here in Cheyenne, Wyoming. We have a really cool uh, topic today. You may have seen some of it posted earlier this week um, for Wellness Wednesday, nature's substitutes for antibiotics. And I think it's... And there are a few. There's quite a few, yeah. In fact... The original antibiotic was discovered because of bacteria and fungus that grew together. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of you that may not be aware of this, uh, antibiotic discovery was kind of by accident. There was a what's referred to as a careless lab technician who, uh, back in 1928, went on a vacation for a couple of weeks. And had left a Petri dish. Left a Petri dish with uh, some Staphylococcus in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, bacteria and fungus had grown into this plate, and uh, which is where uh, penicillium came from. And it was based from a rye mold, if I'm not mistaken. You know, I I don't know. I'll it's your story. Well, that's that's what I've told was the original penicillin was based from a rye mold. Yeah, it was a fungus and a bacteria for sure. Mister mm-hmm. Alexander Fleming mm-hmm. was the technician who was. Uh, carelessly giving, uh, given uh, the uh, uh, the credit for finding this in a in a plate that he had left, and when he came back, the uh, Staphylococcus was was uh, basically consumed. And I think it's important to understand that uh, nature uh, really has done a great job at providing us with all of the uh, with all of the things necessary to maintain or achieve. Uh, optimum health. If we've lost our health, to get it back, to gain it back, and uh, or maintain optimum health as we go along. The problem is we don't come with a really good owner's manual, mm-hmm. and uh, so we have to resort to uh, nature and research and time-tested traditional ways of proving uh, that uh, that nature does have the best answers. Now, in saying that, you know, antibiotics in in America from 1940 to 1962. Um, the the development and or discovery more de- discovery than development okay because nature developed it and then we discovered it it's kind of like mm-hmm. his it's kind of like Fleming's petri dish right he didn't he didn't develop the situation he carelessly left some things in a petri dish and it grew and it was discovered by him uh, in 1928 and uh, took another 10 12 years before it was even uh, considered uh, into prominence and being used, and from from 1940 to 1962, uh, several variations mm-hmm. of these uh, types of of products have have been developed and discovered uh, from nature. But it's important to understand that 
the, uh, the use of antibiotics, okay, the use of them, and actually back in the 50s, it was hailed as the wonder drug, the miracle drug, right? Here's why. It was on situations where people had life-threatening infections, and they're basically on their deathbed. They started uh, administering high amounts of these things, saving lives. So there's no question that it's a, it's a life-saving uh, medication in a life-threatening infectious condition. But here's what's happened the last 64 years, okay, 74 years is that you can't even sneeze in the presence of a medical doctor and they don't write you a script for an antibiotic, right? I mean, you just barely sneeze, uh, sound a little congested, clear your throat, uh, have a little cough or tickle, and man, they're just shelling these things out left and right. So although there's, there's, there's a situation where you certainly don't want to wait till you're on your deathbed, right? Right. To use an antibiotic, but... At the slightest sniffle or sneeze, uh, don't, you know, jumping on those things, it creates these, uh, in this country especially, a, a very bad overuse of antibiotics, which has created a ton of traumatic physical side effects to the human biome, the, the, the gut health, mm -hmm. uh, the disruption of that uh, ecosystem that we all have in our gut, uh, which is the key to our immune system. Uh, we have to have the good pro, uh, good bacteria in there, and the overuse of these antibiotics um, creates yeast overgrowth. It kills off the environment to support good, healthy bacteria that we do need. The good stuff. The good stuff. And Dr. Leo Galen discovered uh, a situation called leaky gut syndrome, which can also be attributed to the permeability of the intestines, losing their ability to contain things as they're traveling through and they get into the blood before they're supposed to, referring to it as a, as a leaky gut syndrome, which now you're talking about autoimmune problems and just a host of other histamine responses, allergies, cardiovascular, all this kind of stuff. Hi, Melody. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And drop a comment. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, be, sure and, uh, be sure and drop them in the comment section. So um, well, I know that's kind that, of the background. I'm, yeah, and, and antibiotics saved countless lives okay. especially during world war one I, I mean world war two yeah still do um because one of the main things that killed soldiers was um gangrene mm -hmm. secondary you infections know. that yep and blood infections those are the, the those are the the types of things that you want to use antibiotics for mm -hmm. for us to a sniffle yeah. or a cold allow your body to fight things off and keep mm -hmm. the good bacteria in it, mm -hmm. and you'll find that you build up antibodies mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to those colds. And you keep and your immune system healthy when it's having to right. work. There's, you know, there's a there's a universal law. It's called the law of use. If you don't mm -hmm. use it, you lose it. Okay? Right. And so when when modern um, pharmaceutical approaches step in and take the place of the body's innate ability to take care of itself. Right. Yep. Um, it actually, in the long, in the short go, it it may do some improvement, but in the long run, it makes you, that person even more and more susceptible to the next immune challenge down the road. Um, so it's, I know it's one of the factor. things that I found is that you know people that take antibiotics and people that don't, mm -hmm. it usually takes about the same amount of time to get over whatever they've got. Yeah. The difference is is that. 
those antibiotics have gone in there and killed a bunch of good bacteria as well as the bad bacteria mm -hmm. that the body naturally takes care of. Yeah. And then it sets you up for susceptibility to other bacterial infections. That's why people that abuse antibiotics are sick all the time. Yeah, well, they, yeah, yeah. It's, um, you know, it creates an environment where the good bacteria can no longer thrive, which is part of our healthy immune system. So antibiotics don't have a brain. They don't get to pick no. out the bad bacteria, the staph or the strep from, you know, the, the lactobacillus acidophilus or salivarius, mm -hmm. right? They don't, they don't differentiate it. Bacteria, it goes in, it either creates an environment that kills them or um, it will just kill the bacteria directly. So nature has provided some amazing natural substitutes. Absolutely. We call them substitutes, right? And, and this program on Wellness Wednesday really is geared towards giving you what I like to refer to as some informed choices, right? Informed choices simply means when it comes to your health and you making decisions about taking care of your health, not disease management, not symptom suppression, but true health care. Mm -hmm. You're caring for the quality of your health, okay? Then you have a right to, to informed uh, choice or informed consent, meaning know the risks, know the benefits, and know the alternatives that may exist to those risks and benefits. Um, and nature has provided several. We have, well, we have a list of things we're going to cover in the next five, ten minutes that will give you some suitable substitutes uh, to have on hand, have in your, in your wellness cabinet at home, okay? One of the things that, that I've noticed over the last 10 years or so, um, I have not taken any antibiotics in over probably 10 years. Mm -hmm. And in that being the case, I don't get sick near as often as I used to. You've also done, you've done some well, habit changes. Yeah, I've done a lot of diet and lifestyle changes, right. that's for sure. Right. You know, mostly dietary changes because... <laughs> yeah, Swiss Miss every morning. Yeah. Swiss 20 Miss, years ago, yeah. 15 years ago. Chronic... Instant breakfast. Yep, chronic bronchial infection. every morning. Yeah, chronic Captain recurrent. Courage. Chronic recurrent. Here's the thing, and I'm glad you're bringing this up because this is, such, this is an important part of when we're trying to achieve a certain destination we're traveling. When I was going through this, kind of putting some of these notes together for you and I today, I was reminded of my trip to Alaska in 1983. And our goal was to get across, you know, the British Columbia, up through Montana, British mm -hmm. Columbia, right on up into uh, uh, the northern area of uh, Canada and, and, uh, and going into Alaska. At that time, they were building the Alaska Highway. Mm -hmm. And it was terrible. It was terrible. Debris was everywhere. It was very unstable ground to be driving on. Um, it was debilitating. You, you could get stuck right in the middle of the Alaskan Highway, the Yukon, uh, through the going through the Yukon Territory. It was terrible. So traveling was very, very slow. Now, there's again a lot of things, a lot of factors in the way. The human body's the same way. Mm -hmm. If you're eating some of those things, like Craig doesn't eat that way anymore, thank God. Oh. But if you're eating those types of things and you're consuming foods that leave debris behind, that yes. contribute to phlegm and mucus and congestion and inflammation and are immunosuppressant type yep. things like sugars, and processed foods, things up. clogs things up. And then, and then you're trying to get your immune system to respond in with all this debris that's present in the human body. That's what slows things down. That's 
what makes it impossible for the modern immune system to keep up with the modern stressors mm -hmm. of modern diets. We say it all the time with people, Craig, Tammy, and I, everybody here at the clinic, we say it all the time. Modern living is extremely convenient, but it is not healthy. It's extremely toxic. It's also. extremely toxic. So when you're trying to get to a destination, it becomes very challenging. So when you have substitutes, and by the way, these substitutes historically, clinically, uh, over the last 6,000 years of recorded history, tend to not produce any side effects, any mm -hmm. negative side effects when they're used with people who have, you know, some kind of a bacterial challenge or mm -hmm. a cold or they got a lot of phlegm or congestion. They want to get this out of the system. Um, and that's one of the reasons I want to mention, mention right here, and I think we'll put it in the comments or maybe I can talk Becca into put it in there later. For those of you who aren't part of the Cleanse and Nourish channel, mm -hmm. you really need to dive in. Uh, and look at the cleanse and nurse. I think it's on Facebook, actually. It's a group. But um, I know that uh, there's a lot of things that you can be doing to get rid of this debris, get rid of this buildup, get rid of these things that stand in the way of your body's ability to, uh, to uh, have good immune system response. Not just from the standpoint of, uh, you know, the foods, eliminating the foods, the inflammatory foods, the, the mucousy foods, uh, the sugar-laden foods, but also to help the body cleanse the debris out, out of the system when you are feeling good, right? Uh, there's a cleanse and nourish uh, protocol. There's a calendar of cleanses that we mm -hmm. have um, that if you're, uh, you know, you can just stop by and pick up a calendar of cleanses uh, with the brochure and it'll tell you exactly where to start and how to go about this. And then I know Becca does a lot of uh, coaching with, with folks on helping them uh, when they join the cleanses that she does online. So it's extremely important, extremely important. Just checking in on my way home. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate it. Glad you're joining us. We got some other folks here. Hello, Susan. Thanks for joining us. Callie, Melody, great to see you folks. If you have any comments, yeah, Shelly, thank you for joining us. If you have any comments, uh, please be sure and post them. And uh, if you have the ability to share this on Facebook, by all, the, by all means, do a kind of a watch party thing. We're certainly, uh, certainly encouraged to do that. Everybody needs to be exposed to this information as often as possible to know that there are healthy, safe substitutes that you can use, um, kind of nature's substitutes to antibiotics. We're gonna go into those next. So, where do you wanna start, Mr. Craig? Well, I guess we could start with some of the herbs that actually mm -hmm. will boost your immune system. Mm -hmm to fight bacterial infections. Yeah. Boost yeah. the normal function of the immune system. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, some of the best are things like onion. Oh. Echinacea. Yep. Um, savory herb. Uh, horsetail. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Rose hips. Nature's vitamin C. Vitamin C. Rose know? hips. And it's the stuff... Load up on that stuff. Your body can actually recognize and absorb it and use it the way it's designed because yep. it's the whole vitamin C, not just a piece of it. Yep, that's right. You have to remember that. That's um, right. Golden Seal, which is an excellent cleanser. Mm -hmm. It helps to clean the body. Um, beet greens. You know, I get For the slack liver. every once in a while about, you know, I'm a firm believer that uh, we are just a large liver with legs. <laughs> and if right. you keep the liver cleansed, which beets 
and beet greens does yep. very, very well. Very well. It helps to keep your immune system boosted. Yep. Um, let's see. What are some other really some? good ones? Uh, garlic. Garlic is known historically, scientifically. It's got certain resins and acids in there that completely creates an environment where not just bacteria... But it's not healthy to viruses, the body. Viruses, yeasts, yep, all parasites, of those things don't parasites. They, they don't, don't like. There they don't well. like being around it, right? Nope. So when you load up on that, uh, whether you put it through a press and put it in a shake, or you put in a little bit of honey and stir it for a throat salve, there's a, there's a throat remedy uh, that mm -hmm. you can make with uh, fresh garlic. A little uh, bit of honey, a little some, bit of, uh, little lemon. Bit of honey and some and some uh, cayenne pepper. Mm -hmm. um, those three herbs right there, those two herbs, amazing, amazing with a whole food honey, which has got natural propolis, which is a which is listed in the scientific literature as nature's antibiotic. Something, hey, Jenny, thanks for joining. Something us. else I found about garlic is if you eat a lot of garlic. Mosquitoes don't bother you as yeah, much. Yeah, they don't like the taste. They of your don't blood. like the, they don't like the taste of your blood when you got a lot of garlic in there. I think that's where all that malarkey about vampires came around. It could be. Could be. Yeah. That, hey, that makes sense. I didn't even think about putting the two together that way. I thought it was the smell, but maybe they don't like the taste either. Yeah, they probably don't like the taste. <laughs> Although I do like the taste, so it's not hard for me to eat garlic. But it's it's such a good herb. It's, yeah. it's most people encompassing. You know, one of the things that we talk about a lot from a clinical perspective is that most people when they come in and we test them, uh, put them on a, a series of these types of these formulas, these protocols, initially they have to be aggressive. For the first mm -hmm. five to seven days, yep. uh, you might be taking a little something, a little tonic, right? Uh, every hour, all your waking hours for the first two or three days. You might have to do that. Because with herbs and natural occurring elements, foods, when you're using those to bolster normal normal immune system function, right, to normalize it, you got to be aggressive sometimes. Mm -hmm. you got to be really aggressive. Um, we've had uh, folks that will take that uh, throat remedy. It's a clove of garlic about the size of the knuckle on your thumb. Put through a press, tablespoon of honey, teaspoon of uh, cayenne pepper. You stir all that little concoction together and makes a throat paste, and you just put a little bit in your mouth and let it trickle down your throat. But you mm -hmm. do the whole concoction. You might have to do that two or three times, but it'll knock out whatever is eating up this throat. Especially if you have a sore Promise. throat. Really, Promise. Promise really it'll helps. just knock that all out. So, And no additional side effects, mm -hmm. right? Na you know, antibiotics that, uh, that, uh, that technician Fleming discovered back in 1928 has some major because they've extracted it from nature, mm -hmm. okay? And nature's safeguards are built in. Now, yeah, you may have some sensitivities to certain things like garlic or stinging nettle. Or, mm -hmm. You know, you might have some things going on with the liver that aren't allowing your body to respond predictably to a lot of these therapies. But, but for the most part, 90, 95, 99% of people that we see come through our clinic the last 20 years have had no adverse situations developed from that. Now, they may be uh, down the road, they might find that they're allergic to eating garlic, or they might be mm -hmm. have some sensitivity. But again, that goes back to liver performance. There is actually no true allergy that exists in the human body. It's a liver challenge. It's a liver problem. There's a setback that the liver can't overcome on its own. We've created, we've created 
an environment, a diet, a lifestyle, or stress patterns that don't allow the body to perform by design. I.e., you keep your That's liver it clean. It's kind of like keeping your whole self clean. Yeah. You know, and every now and then you got to change the oil, you got to change yep. it, got to change the filters, right? If you want to keep your car running great, why is it that we have a better maintenance plan for cars in this country than we do our own human bodies? Because we like getting somewhere comfortably. <laughs> but the thing is, is if we take care of our bodies, we'd get anywhere comfortably. Right. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's, that's true. The, one of the great things about the human body. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, kind of, you know. I didn't cayenne say pepper. cayenne pepper before. It's a great cayenne pepper. It is, stimulates circulatory. It does so much for the human body. It's 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 one of the the super herbs that is out there. I mean, you know, it'll help with cardiovascular stress. It'll help yeah. with liver stress it, because it's such a, a good cleanser. Also, yeah, yeah the uh, the uh, history of uh, herbal. Uh, let's see, this the School of Natural Healing in, in Springville, Utah. Uh, started by Dr. John Christopher, one of this country's leading top uh, herbalists that the country ever produced. Uh, he was asked one time, if you could only count one herb, what would it be? And he said, I can't get it down to one, but I can get it down to two. two. Cayenne and Lobelia. And an expectorant, a leech sheep herb, and circulatory. Getting rid of things that don't belong. Helping mm -hmm. the body clear the debris, right? Clear the, um, the leftover phlegm set aside from a faulty diet, lifestyle, and habits. Uh, that have been developed and the person's never been put in a situation to look at them honestly and start changing these habits to work in their favor so and that's one of the things that you really want to do when you especially if you have something bacterial you want to get it out mm -hmm. get it out of your system mm -hmm. you know and that's that's why cayenne pepper is in all of those um also lobelia actually takes things to where it needs to go yep Yep, called a lead sheep herb. You know, leads things. Yep, leads where things the body to needs where them. the body needs them. Yep, you know. So if 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 you've got some natural herbs that help to to take out bacteria, the lobelia will help to take it to it. And, I would and, mention this that you know echinacea is talked about a lot, and mm -hmm. it's used in a couple of different ways. One is a <coughs> immune system support; and it supports natural immune system function. But it's also great at helping the blood purify itself. Yes. It supports it a natural purification that can take place in the blood. Um, cleanse and nourish. Cleanse and nourish. You know, it helps that, and they, you know, we've all heard the old saying, right? Um, the river, you know, blood is the river of life. Well, in most people, it's a swamp. It needs cleaned out. Yeah. You know, it needs cleaned up. And so echinacea, along with cayenne and some of these other things, golden seal, some of the best tonics to allow the body to detoxify and get rid of these debris and this buildup, this phlegm, congestion, um, so that it can perform optimally. Well, that's one of the things that slows down most people's immune system responses. It's not that they don't have a good immune system. There's so much additional extra debris. There's gunk mucus, in there. There's gunk gunked up. Left it behind that it can't perform by design. Uh, and that's a diet and lifestyle stress issue. So I know we harp on that a lot, but I'll tell you, if you focus on those habits and getting those habits in place, amazing results. One of the other things people need to understand is stress dampens your body's ability to do what it needs to do. At and there's all forms of stress. Optimal, Lots of forms. Yes. At its optimal uh, levels. Yep. So... You know, it, it, you'll probably notice that when you're under the most stressful times during 
your life, i.e., you know, in winter time when we have all the holidays and stuff like that, people get sick more often. Yep. Well, that's because they're under stress. Yep. And it, it actually is something that you need to pay attention to, folks. It's not just... Yeah. Did you have any immune challenges in 2020? Did, did, no. No? Didn't. I didn't get sick this year. Didn't get sick this last, last year. Last year. Yeah. I didn't either. I mean, I went through some body ache stuff. I went through some, like, temperature fluctuation. Yeah, I had a but couple more, of those. But... but it was more like the body just trying to cleanse yeah. and detoxify than it was really, like, fighting some kind of a flu or a cold yeah. or bacteria. So, yeah. Well, that's, you know, one of the things that, that I'm very, very fortunate because of the changes that I've made in my life. Um, I used to get sick Jenny. twice a year, you yeah. know. Well, but your diet and was I lousy. Mean, and I mean, I'd get really, really sick. And, and I'm Arlene. Now I don't. I'm Arlene. Thank you for you joining know, us, Jenny. I'm, I'm really grateful because of that. She's like, yes, husband's dress. <laughs> Not bashing moment. Just care. Don't bash your husband, Jenny. He just, you know, he needs to talk with Greg or I. We can deliver a message to him that maybe... You can't. Now, it might be the same message, but he might it's probably, hear it from us. It probably is the same message. Just <laughs> He heard it from a guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard this. We were, yeah. The ladies roll their eyes. <laughs> I've been saying that for years. Oh, so. Anyways, you hydration. You know what? One of the number yeah. one. Hydration. We didn't, it's That's not even on the so list. so huge. In the wintertime, most people do not hydrate like they're supposed to. Okay? In the wintertime, here's how you know to hydrate. No other beverages count in this formula one half ounce per pound of body weight if you weigh 150 pounds that's 75 ounces of water. of water per day minimum okay consider three to four of those 20 24 ounce little jugs uh every day and that's a minimum okay and one of the to ways you can but know that's that a huge moon booster that you're dehydrated a little bit is when your lips and hands and stuff start mm -hmm. cracking how fast or, that pops back? Yeah. How fast that pops back? And I'm old. <laughs> How fast is yours going? Yours is a little slow. Mine's a little slow today, too. Yeah. More water. More water. But Here we go. I have, loose, I have a little looser skin than Dan does. Yeah. But if I hold it like that, it goes right away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, combination of herbs that we use will help promote normal Function. secretion and the lining of the mucosal membrane. So we're talking about through the respiratory, bronchioles and lungs, through the sinus cavity, through the glands, maxillary and frontal sinuses, okay, estation tubes. It helps to break those things up so that the body can get rid of this mucus and phlegm naturally. Yes, hydration. Most people think they are hungry and it's really thirsty. She's That's so she's true. She's absolutely right. So you true. Can take, you can take, I've done this with myself. You can take thinking you're hungry, go drink just a six, eight ounce glass of water, sip it, you know, swish a little bit, and then kind of drink her down. And it'll take the hunger away. Hunger goes right away. Okay, there's, there's two other herbs that I want to bring up. Okay, he's going to bring up two more That's herbs. That's elderberry and star anise. Yep. Okay, they're, they're part of a, a. Star anise or star anus? Star anise. Okay. Okay, I'm just wondering. These these technical <laughs> terms for herbs, the combination of those two of those two is, is mind blowing. Wonderful, especially yeah. for like flu symptoms. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, 
They're, they're Blue-like challenges mm-hmm. supports normal immune system function. It has been found to be effective with people who may, you know, we'll finish with this because we've got to be in an exam room in about three minutes, but Constant we have a lot coughs. nagging cough. We have a lot of people that already come to the, to the practice diagnosed elsewhere because we don't diagnose here, right? We don't diagnose or treat disease or the thing, right? We want to find out what is causing the problem. Okay. What's the underlying? What is the actual solution? Not the symptom of the problem. What's the solution to the problem? And that's our focus, right? So we'll have people that come here that have already been told, you have bronchitis, you have flu, you have sinusitis, whatever, mm-hmm. okay? That formula that Craig mentioned, that two-herb formula, is one of the most potent we've found from a practice standpoint to help the body normally get rid of this phlegm, mm-hmm. congestion, the itises, right? The inflammations, right? The the sinusitis, the bronchitis, the bursitis even, and you get it in other yeah. areas of the body. Um, this stuff can travel around, right? And so um, yeah, it's a good one. Big toe. <laughs> yeah. We'll finish with this. We had a gentleman. <laughs> love him dearly. He's awesome. And he came in with this chronic foot issue. Now, a lot of people thought, well, you know, he was told, oh, you have gout or some injury or something like that. We did the evaluation. We found he had a weakness in his immune system. Uh, for some type of viral activity. Yeah. It wasn't something that we would, would diagnose. Obviously, it's not what we do. But we did find a weakness in his immune system for virus. And he kind of laughed. He says, you mean my, my foot's got the flu? <laughs> and I said, well, I guess that's one way to look at it. But if that thing sneezes, be sure and get a picture because we're all, we're all going to get rich. <laughs> we'll all get rich if we can <laughs> capture this foot sneezing. Um, anyways, uh, short story long, he... Uh, started following a good herbal regimen, changed his diet up a little bit, started developing better health habits. Mm-hmm. And it's been gone, it's been gone for years. And yeah, um, it's never come back. It's never come back. So, yeah. anyways, Jody, thanks for joining us. We're going to wrap it up here, guys. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. Next week, we're going to cover GMOs, genetically modified organisms, how they affect the body, how the body responds to them, kind of some of their origins. Uh, why they came about to try and uh, establish better crop uh, situations. Unfortunately, uh, it has produced uh, several problems along with it. So next Wednesday, we'll 1 p.m. We will go over some of them. Next Wednesday, 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, we look forward to having you folks join us there again for another episode or another live stream, right? Yeah. Which is also on Total Wellness Radio. If you go to iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite uh, podcast platform, Type in Total Wellness Radio. You'll pick us up there as well. So thanks for joining us. You guys have a wonderful and blessed day. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Thanks again for tuning in. And for more information, be sure and catch us on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time at the Country Doctor Nutritional Center Facebook page. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in.